Hello, world, and thank you for joining me here today. This is Shelly Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it. If I know it, I'm going to tell you about it. And where I've changed, I invite you to change with me. Good morning, everyone. Wow, wow, wow is all I have to say. I have just got to tell you about the last 24 hours in my life. Woo! Didn't have this energy last night, and uh, by the time of the end of the story that I'm going to tell you today, you'll know why. So yesterday morning, I get up at the crack of dawn. I don't do crack of dawn, by the way. (laughs) I'm a morning person. I'm always cheery, but I just don't do six o'clock in the morning if I can avoid it. Um, So I'm up at the crack of dawn because I'm off to a board of trade breakfast, and I had a guest and colleague and a friend that was joining me. He wanted to check it out. It's been great for me. I made some great contacts to develop new clients there and it was wonderful and once again a young lady sat beside me and this happened about a month and a half ago as well and I picked up a new client because we got talking afterwards and she got that slightly nauseous you know line in the middle of her forehead you can pack a lunch and look on her face that says do you do train bookkeeping ah my favorite question yes yes I do can you look after me yes yes I can those are my favorite clients absolutely my favorite clients so we're training next week so that was excellent went and finished my meeting went and had a meeting with my colleague actually with our new government here in Canada there's some tax changes and I need to be kind of brought up to speed he's a financial planner and he had some information got myself educated on all that and headed home because I was walking home knowing I was walking into another webinar training. Now on the way home, my team, now not my physical team that looks after me and my health on this plane, my spiritual team saved my freaking life, at least saved my car. I probably would have been fine, but my poor baby would have been crushed. I was coming down a hill and just happened to look over at a house. Traffic was moving fine. We were only doing about 52 clicks and that's kilometers, people, if you're in the States. <laughs> and a house with a gorgeous garden. It was just in full bloom, caught my attention. And I just glanced over, and I'm not going to lie, it was like the world, the universe just yelled, look! And sure enough, on my brakes, I would have driven right into the back end of the car in front of me because someone, two cars in front of him, on a downhill with zero visibility, hit their brakes. Don't know what that person was doing, don't care. My team saved me, thank heaven. So I get home. Now, by this point, I've exerted a lot of energy. You know, I've been out and I've gotten up early and I didn't sleep well. I, I need a good eight, nine hours. I got five, um, had a bit of anxiety about, who knows? Never podcast, but I did, and I was just feeling very anxious, and that's exerting a lot of energy for me. And then I go out in public and I'm on for an hour and a half. Maverick really, it was more closer to two hours. We visited after the trade meeting, excuse me, I apologize. Um, right until they basically kicked us out. Both uh, Joe and I both had uh, made great contacts and, and we were chatting with people. I met, a, I met a lovely woman that when I was 15 years of age, I used to babysit her children. So I had to catch up with Brenda. Um, and I was thrilled because she's also a Mary Kay consultant and I was out of my lip liner. So, you know, it was pretty much a win-win kind of morning. Now I've gone and done some lessons. I've come home. I'm, I'm tired, but I know I've got to go into this podcast. So let's talk about my, uh, I mean, my webinar. Went into this webinar with someone called Dr. Bradley Nelson. Now he He wrote the book, um, The Emotion Code. And whether you are woo-woo or not, (laughs) that is your choice. But I definitely believe that we bring things with us. We bring things with us from our childhood. I truly believe now, and this is actually backed by scripture, although any Christian listening to this is going to completely argue with me on this one. There's a scripture that says um, something about the sins of the father being, you know, brought down on the children. It's Old Testament, I believe, and, and, and we've always been kind of in my 
upbringing kind of raised in the whole fear of the Old Testament, but we live in the grace of the New Testament of salvation. But um, I'm very open. I'm very open. And I'm starting to realize that I'm wondering if perhaps what the scriptures meant in that particular case, they're discovering now and doing a lot of work with ancestral DNA and what we bring with us. You know, you talk about someone losing a limb and they still have that phantom pain or someone having a memory and it's not their own and, it, you know, it was their grandmother's or they felt a presence with them. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there that quantifies, you know, some of these beliefs and I'm very open to it. And I actually, quite honestly, now that I've sort of made that alignment in my head with scripture, I'm, I'm actually a big believer in it. And so I get on the webinar and typical... Um, he asked if anyone would like to be a volunteer, you know, raise your hand and there's a little icon you hit. And I did. And then I sat at my desk going, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me. Because as much as I'm this personality, I also don't like being the center of attention. Uh, that's probably something I need to clear up in myself because really, <laughs> who doesn't like being the center of attention? But I have a bit of an uncomfortableness with it for some reason. It turns out that way a lot of the time. You can't have a personality like me and not sort of, you know, have friends and get noticed. But but it does make me uncomfortable at times. So, as the universe deemed, Shelly, let's work with you. I'm like, oh, thank heavens. And then I start feeling a little nauseous. So he was doing some ancestral clearing. And one of the things he works on is pain and such and stuff in your body that could be trapped emotion. Now, if anyone has had a car accident and done prolotherapy, which is injection therapy by your naturopath or, ph or physician or physio, let me tell you, have you, if you've gone into an area of your lower back, something like that, and that injection goes in, and you are all of a sudden a crying, massing mess on the table, that is actually released emotion. Even if your practitioner didn't tell you that, he knows it, or she knows it, and that's what happens. And I was carrying years ago a lot of stuff in my back, and when I finally dealt with some injuries from a car accident, this stuff got released, and it was overwhelming. Well so the, you know there's an injury the pain's locked up but the emotion gets released when the pain and injury gets released so this kind of works along the same principle except it's a little more woo-woo-y as <laughs> some people would like to say so um so he picks me now he was doing some slide presentations and I, I want to give him full credit and I do not want to be teaching his course because boy I could get into copyright trademarky issues there all over the world but uh, that's not the point of here this is just to kind of give you a uh an overview of my experience. So he put up this slide about whether you live in scarcity or abundance, because a lot of, you know, these practitioners are appealing to the world at large right now about their wealth. You know, there's a, people have a lot of concern about money and, and maybe abundance for you doesn't mean money. Um, it, it should mean, and it shouldn't, it should mean good health and good friendships, good family relations, and your, your ability sur to survive in the world to which you, you have to live in. And I'm looking at these things going, you know, it's funny because despite, you know, the last couple of years, if you've listened to my podcast, you know, I got sick and worked through that. I still don't live in scarcity. I never have. I've always, I truly on the big picture, long term, I'm not talking about the dips and valleys, everything's like the stock market goes up and down, but I live in abundance. I truly believe that money is out there to be made. I believe that love is there. I have incredible faith. Maybe not the sacred gift of unquestionable faith, but I definitely have a very large uh, area of faith. And when I don't trust that, I usually end up in a bind. And a lot, and in a lot of emotional turmoil, it's something I found when I did Monique's uh, Lidette McDonald's Sacred Gifts course, was when I'm not using faith, and I wasn't when I was in her course a few years ago, I was in the middle of my mess, um, 
that as well made me very uncomfortable because it's not my natural state of being. I, I live with a huge amount of faith. So compassion growth, these are things that actually, I live on that abundance side. So I'm thinking, okay, now where are we going with this? Because he's, he's, prob you know, he's probably looking to work with those people that are living on that scarcity side, but he moved on and he did a little bit more teaching about you know asking yourself questions. Is, is there anything in, that's interfering with my ability to make abundance, this, that, and the next thing? So he asked me how I was feeling and where things were at with my life. Now I've come around a curb and I've and abandoned, I'm coming forward in my life, being back to who the person I am and living in my power and I, I love it. But I'm still having a lot of uncertainty and I'm having days where I'm really struggling with this. I don't know. Um, the fun, I'm gonna use the word wishy-washy and you're gonna laugh when you find out what came up in the, in the thing. I just feel sometimes a little wishy-washy and my father would completely agree with that. Uh, and also sadness. Now, I've mentioned that I've lived with um, depression on and off throughout my life. And uh, no, I've struggled with depression most of my adult life. I've lived on and off medication in my life. And I've gone years without it where I've used other modalities and things to handle that in my life. Um, however, this past year, I probably mentioned this in a previous podcast, if you've, if you've joined me and have stuck with me, and by the way, thank you. Um, I had to go back on them this year because I was having suicidal thoughts and the pain and such of the uh, fibro. I wasn't getting that leg up. So this is where I kind of stand on this. Here's a segue. I truly believe in mental illness. I'm not going to get into the bait of where it comes from, whether it, it comes from, you know, some trapped emotion, some past life, a chemical imbalance in your head. These things all get, you know, and, and I probably do have all great validity. My point to you is there is a time in life where medication is needed to give you that leg up. If you cannot stand, you're never going to walk. So if your life is weighing you down so much that the thought of getting out of that chair and moving is more than you're coping with and you're spiraling, go get help. Get pharmaceutical help if you need it. Because when you can stand, you can make choices. But there's no choices when you're in the pit. There is just, there aren't. You just are lost and wondering why you're living and who's going to miss you when you're gone. So that can be for anything, even in pain management and or any area of your life. Sometimes you need that foot up. Now, I have in the past taken that foot up, got my life sort of under other areas of my life under control, brought in different modalities and removed the antidepressants and have lived for years happy and sound and productive and, and been great. That's what happened again this year. So this sadness kind of is funny what it, when it comes and plays a part in what we did. So in the end, he, uh, he'd ask us questions and we check off things in his little system and please check him out on the website. I just look up the emotion code, Dr. Bradley Nelson. He's, he's all over the internet. And what came up is that I had two inherited issues. None of them were in my, like nothing was my issue right now. I had no trapped emotion that I own right now, which doesn't really surprise me. I've done a lot of work the last few years, um, but I had inherited stuff. Whether you believe it or not, this is just my story. And wishy-washy came up and it's all from my dad's side. It actually it comes from my dad to my grandmother and then back a little bit, but it was from my dad's side. And it's funny that he struggles the most with my personality uh, of wishy-washiness or flakiness as he likes to call it. Because remember, I like a plan, but I can change it. I have no problem with that. And that was kind of interesting because I've struggled a little bit even with this podcast and, and where to go forward with it. So we dealt with that and... Uh, as he was clearing it, I wanted to throw up. It was like my whole body started to just go through these waves, not vibrate. I was waving and it was coming out the top of my head and it's like, now we're on a webinar. He can't see me. My new computer, I have no webcam set up, but I'm on a headset, like just like I am now, but I can see him. And so I'm asking him, but he's blind, flying blind here. 
I said, am I supposed to be wanting to throw up? And he said, uh, well, n- not always, but if you are, it can happen. Sure enough, I react very physically to things emotionally. Second one, uh, so the question was, are you okay with achieving wealth? That was the question where I got the no. So we went through all this abundant stuff and, and all the trapped emotion stuff that he teaches and everything was, yeah, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And I thought, yeah, you know, my mindset's, I'm good. But it was interesting this came up because let me, little segue again on another story, is years ago my husband and I were investing and I've mentioned that's how we came into a lot of our, our assets and how we built the beautiful home that I built and designed 10 years ago. But I was always apologizing for it. In fact, a friend noticed this. Now, my family was very negative. They once said to me that I was talking about it all the time. But they are two people compared to 200 in my life, and they have their own blocks and issues. My friends that were close to me said, Shelly, you have got to quit apologizing for the wealth and things you've attracted into your life. So we own this stunning oceanfront front million dollar condo in Ukulele, Long Beach. Uh, it is stunning. There's, if you love nature, there is no place like it. And we did a lot of vesting out there and we ended up after a few things with this beautiful oceanfront investment and I fell in love with it. Friends and family, everybody I know, we, we shared it. Um, we, you know, we didn't really rent it, only to friends and family. We didn't have a rental permit. Um, all of my husband's cousins took their honeymoons there. They were in parts of their life where maybe they couldn't afford it, didn't have time to go away, and we gifted all that. They all went there for their honeymoon. So everyone, a, mo- a lot of my very close friends all share that memory with me. That is, that is priceless. Like the MasterCard commercial, that is priceless for me. Um, but I was always apologizing for it. I never owned it. I didn't want to become conceited. I didn't want to become one of those people that just, uh, you know, just slipped right into that lifestyle and felt that I deserved it. So I was always apologizing. So that was kind of interesting that that came up. That has been cleared, by the way, because I have no problem with money. My parents taught me how to handle money. I love my money. I have gratitude for money. I do not think it's a dirty word. And as you know, there I have podcasts on money. There, there will be lots more in the future because money needs to be loved and appreciated and spent. Goes around, comes around. Second one was a trapped emotion on sadness. And it didn't really surprise me. And part of me was thrilled to see it because I want it gone. I've dealt with it my whole life. And um, it all comes from my mom's side, <laughs> according to him. And that doesn't surprise me because all the mental illness in my family comes from my mother's leg. Um, if you go back, the, all the craziness is, is on her side. And she deals with her own issues. She's probably unaware of it, but she's a hoarder. And uh, we all kind of joke about it. But all those things are sort of issues that you have that you haven't got balance. You know how I, we talk about, you know, let's keep you balanced. My mother does not have balance in that area of her life. And, uh, and the that's kind of how she copes with things. I don't have balance in my emotions. And, uh, and I, of course, I dealt with the depression. So that was what went on there. And let me tell you, after that, I was a physical and mental and emotional mess right for my, right for my nap, my power nap, and conked right out. I get up, and now I have to, I had to work on a client for a couple hours. Then I had my podcast training. And I've been flying high on the podcasting. I have been loving my um, public speaking course with Dr. Andreas at Amplify Your Talk, and I just love my pod training with Sam Crawley. He just cares about people, and he answers all the questions, goes way over time, makes sure we get all our questions answered. But, you know, you can only, your student is, um, teacher's only good as a student, and I think I mentioned once before, I ran way ahead of him the week before, managed to download a whole bunch of stuff I didn't need. And then this week was on going up to iTunes and he's training on two platforms that I chose not to sign up for. <laughs> he does Blueberry um, and uh, 
can't remember the other one at all uses a different platform i went with libsyn and i had done other uh, whatever does and and website oh and websites and we were in different places so he's teaching one thing and i'm in another and it got a little technical and i dismissed one step now luckily it's all recorded i'll go back and i will be fine but remember i'm emotional i'm tired <laughs> and feeling a little overwhelmed thinking change is coming and now i go into podcast training and where last week i was th- you know just loving it and every day i learned something new yesterday I'm underwater. I'm underwater, can't swim, can't see, can't breathe. And I'm like, maybe this isn't for me. (laughs) It is. Let's be clear. I'm I'm going to podcast. It's that's just not going to stop. In fact, it was so much more fun at the board of trade meeting when people asked me what I did. I says, well, I'm a podcaster. Let me tell you, that opens a heck of a lot more conversations than I'm a bookkeeper. way more um it's more interesting people want to know and then i got a client for my bookkeeping out of it anyways who pays the price for this my poor husband so i come out a little later and i'm just really i'm hardly walking on solid ground and that poor man when i am left of center the person that pays the price is him and he has the patience of job thank god uh we get two minutes into a show, some crime drama, and I jump up. I can't do this. I can't do any crime tonight. I can't do anything. I said, I'm so sorry. He's looking for my time. He just wants me to be in the room with him, but he doesn't want to watch what I watch or read what I read. And it's like, okay, I, I, I can't be here. What I should have done is put my headset on and stuck something on my iPad, but I wasn't thinking clearly. Came into my office, which has a couch and TV in it, of course. It's got a sitting area and, uh, and got into one of my fantasies, uh, fairy tale shows for a couple hours and went to bed and slept like the dead. And this is what you get in the morning, me all back. So that was my day for (laughs) for 24 hours. That was kind of a lot, I gotta say, in one day. So I hope you have a great day and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today. And remember, let's not live in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast or leave me a comment on what you'd like me to talk about next. Have a great day.